if I'm correct, and for for our listeners, whoever wrong, whoever you are, wrong, wrong, whoever you are, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think Deutsch's problem, if you look listeners, at it, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> just, no one listens to us. No, right? we have three <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Well, those is gonna, you know, and hopefully, wife. yeah, and also your sister. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, anyway, uh, there is Deutsch's problem, and so. Let's 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 bring it down back to bits, right? So you have a classical bit. Before you do. Yeah, go ahead. What is your move? Going to make a move. And I don't remember which it was. I seriously don't remember. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. B it's a pawn. B seven to B six. Mm. That's a bold move. <laughs> every every one of your moves is a bold move. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Any uh, immediate move, Warren? Hmm. Any immediate moves? Um, no, I'm thinking. Okay, I thought. Uh, queen D1 to D3. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. Mm, interesting. <laughs> so Deutsch's problem. Um, classical bits, you could you could do four operations on classical bits. Uh, what is this one called? Rook? That's a rook. No, sorry, that's a bishop. Bishop. Yeah. What's the this is the rook. No, this is the rook. Yeah, that's a rook. That's that's a pony. <laughs> that's the donkey. Yeah, that's a donkey. The bishop moves from C. Eight to B seven. Okay. Oh well, Warren has an immediate move, so D3 we, we three yeah. to B five. Check D three to B five. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> what a pathetic move. <laughs> C seven to C. Six. What are you going to do now, boy? <laughs> I'll just move back. Uh, like I said, pathetic. <laughs> Let's move. wait for Warren. What is he going to do? B5 to A4. B5 to A4. Interesting. So while well, you... Uh, <laughs> you have another one. Pawn, uh, B6 to B5. B6 to B5. So while you're thinking about your strategy here, uh, Warren, you, you have some, some move that you're going to do straight away. Wow, the, the game just suddenly... I feel good now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I feel a bit confident now because uh, that was, I feel like you, uh, you use the quantum uh, entanglement. <laughs> true. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, classical bits weren't. You you could just think of your moves. Yeah. The classical bits you you could do four operations on a classical bit, right? And effectively on quantum bit as well. So we have a constant. Zero, constant one, identity, and negation. 
Now, uh, I'm going to explain what it means. Okay. So imagine imagine you have a uh, a box, <laughs> a knapsack. <laughs> it's not a knapsack this time. It's just a box. And, and there is a wire through that box, right? I send a bit, the beginning of a wire, and it goes through the box. Once it enters the box, there is one of those four operations is happening. I don't know which operation is happening. And then I have an output, and I have a solution. So uh, let's say I send zero, right? Bit zero, I'm sending it through the box, and out comes zero. Now, two operations possibly happened. Either it was a constant. Either it was a constant zero. So what that's I, no, what it means. Yeah, constant. Okay, constant okay. zero. So it, it doesn't, doesn't matter what I what I put. I put zero or one. It's mm-hmm. always going to come out zero. Okay. Right. Constant, constant one zero. is always one. Okay. I put zero one, always one. There is a identity, which is that it is a zero. So so zero comes in, zero comes out. One comes in, one comes out. And then there is a negation, which is zero comes in, one comes out, one comes in, the zero comes out. Right? So th- there is a four, four possible uh, operations you can do on a bit. Now, there is, the Deutsche problem is that how can you tell which operation was done on a bit? Uh, did you do your move for? Yep. Okay, what was it? Yeah. Queen A4 to... B three, B three. Okay. So the so the question is, what operation? How can I determine what operation was uh, taking place in the box? Was it a negation? Was it identity? Was it constant one or constant zero? With hundred percent certainty, what can I tell? How how can I calculate which operation took place? So the Deutsche problem is that you have to send the bit through the box twice in order to have 100% certainty which operation took place. Now let me explain. You send zero, out comes zero. How do you know whether that's identity or constant zero? Well, you have to send one, right? So you send one and out comes zero. Now you know it's a constant Constant. zero. If you send one and it comes out one, you know it's identity. So you have to do it twice. However, with quantum bits, um, you could uh, you could send once and with hundred percent certainty tell which operation took place. Yeah. And so the idea is that how just because it, it, <laughs> don't, don't ask me. <laughs> I was trying to get into it. It's so hard to understand yeah. that for me. But uh, I th- I'm thinking maybe it's just because it, it's not. Uh, because in the classical, it can, it can only be... Zero or one. Yeah, but exactly. it can be both at the same time. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there is a lot of the what you call the, um, uh, the superposition. There is a lot of, uh, you know, they, 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 they call it a bit flip um, operations that are happening. It's a nice name. But yeah. Uh, well, anyway, with, with what, what Deutsch is, you know, proposing is that... Uh, or what the Deutsch's problem is, is that the quantum computer is a or quantum uh you know the the box you're sending the qubit through mm-hmm. you're able to say which operation took place only sending this qubit once through the mm-hmm. through the box not twice yeah. and so thinking about it is that 
you have um, the computational, you know, the, the, the speed of a quantum computing is, you know, extremely, you know, fast and different from the classical computing. Why? Because classical computing, you have to send the bit twice mm -hmm. to be able to say with 100% certainty which operation took place. Mm -hmm. And so now imagine you have bunch of these black boxes yeah. that all these, you know, operations take in. So you're compounding the time. It takes you to say, you know, which operation took place in this and in that. In, in quantum, you don't. Because it just goes once in and you know with absolute certainty, you know, that which operation took place. So it's at least twice as fast <laughs> i guess <laughs> that that that's what that's where our ma lacking in math comes in people excuse me uh what was your move was oh did you do the move queen uh queen a four to b3 here to here yes okay okay all right as you can uh, hear it's it was from here to here, to here. <laughs> <laughs> and so um that that is one of the things that we can say classical computer cannot do. Yeah. No matter what kind of algorithm you can devise, you can never come up with an algorithm that could, you know, tell you with absolute certainty which operation took place after you send a bit through the box once. It always you always have to send a bit through the gate or through the box twice in order to determine what what just happened. Not with a quantum computing, right? That's the that's the whole different case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, move. Oh, you have a move. Pawn. Mr. Hollywood. A7 to A5. A7 to A5. Confirmed. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Ooh, I don't <laughs> I can, actually, I, I can't don't really like see what you... What Warren is doing. Warren, Warren is scheming. Okay. Yeah, I'm scheming, man. <laughs> Knight C3 to B1. Hang on. Knight. Knight uh, C3 to yep. B1. Oh, to B1. Okay. Okay. Let me see. That's crazy, bro. Oh, sorry. That was A1. C3 to B1. Yeah, I do. To B1. There you go. No. And so we arrive to the theoretical conclusion that quantum computers can uh, do something Better. that classical cannot. Quantum supremacy. And such is quantum, quantum supremacy. supremacy. Exactly. Now, whether whether uh, Mr. John Prasco meant that uh, they just do it faster or whether they can do something that classical don't, doesn't really matter because we already mentioned it's all about efficiency. Yeah. Right? So as long as you, you know, are efficient in doing some task, why wouldn't you do it that way, right? Yeah. So you're going to use, obviously, quantum computers uh, if it's way more efficient to solve uh, real-world problems. However, has anybody know what are the downsides of quantum computers? That's the end of a fifth episode on quantum computers and quantum computing. I hope you really enjoyed uh, the subject. We will continue with the subject on quantum computers next week uh, in our episode 6. That's going to be uh, released 30th of September, next week Wednesday. Um, and uh, once again, check our website royalchomps.com 
and uh, to send us email on uh, royalchumps at gmail.com with suggestions on how we can improve. So thank you very much again.